It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined, where we're speaking to individuals in all elements and uh, verticals of the travel and hospitality industry. Very excited for today's guest, um, because always as we are, especially somebody that's a hotelier, um, I'm always interested to see how different hotels or portfolios, um, what they're looking at, what they're seeing, um, especially in different parts of the world. So um, without further ado, definitely want to go ahead and welcome today's guest. I have Sylvia de Blas, who is the Director of Sales and Marketing at Unico Hotels. Um, and I will let her talk a little bit more about their portfolio, what they're about. So uh, without further ado, welcome, Sylvia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And a pleasure to be here with you, Sarah. Yes. So, well, it's exciting to have you on uh, Travel Redefined, but would love to kick things off. I always like to start, you know, with with a bit of this just because of who listens to the show. I'd love to hear a bit of your background and how you ended up getting into hospitality. Okay. Well, the launch started in an early age when I finished school and I really always been interested in the hospitality industry in hotels, in traveling, everything that had to do with tourism. And um, I had the chance actually to go and do the studies in the United States. As a matter of fact, I went to study in FIU, in Florida International University, hospitality management. So uh, it was, uh, you know, very, uh, I was very lucky to, to be there to, to finish my studies there my degree and after that I really started to work in different hotel chains um, like Hyatt, a Holiday Inn, I started in, in hotel chains at first until I discovered more boutique hotels and uh, more small uh, type of hotels that uh, I found uh, very interesting. Originally from Madrid but I've been away from Spain quite a lot. You know that this uh, trade takes you everywhere. So <laughs> I've been traveling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a few, a few uh, living in a few countries like South America, United States, uh, whilst I was studying there, as well as uh, did my, did some work uh, three years in London. That's when I discovered first boutique hotels back, back in the 1990s. So some time for now, but um, yeah, uh, that's more or less uh, my, my, you know, my trajectory, I don't know if you say that in English, but you know, yeah, my background on, yeah, exactly. on hospitality, yes. I love that. Well, what's so great is that um, you've really, you know, taken taken that experience. And I think so much of what draws us to hospitality is the option and the chance to be able to live and be in different cities and destinations, especially with, with wonderful properties. And being somebody who's worked at relatively boutique hotels around um, the country myself, I am definitely, uh, I, I definitely understand what that experience is like. And, you know, to get to experience that in different properties again, it's, 
um, it's really unique and very, very different from, from other hotel experiences. So, um, but with that being said, I'd love to talk a little bit more about Unico Hotels, which is where you are now. So you are the director of sales and marketing, and uh, I think that that's always a great and exciting position. Um, but could you share a little bit about um, your role, but more more so about the company and and um, for those that might not know Unico, what what um, the hotels are all about. Okay, well, um, it, it all started uh, here in Barcelona, where the the headquarters are. Uh, this is where we operate all the hotels that we have now. Unico Hotels at the moment comes with uh, five uh, hotels in different destinations. Uh, and another one to come, so uh, still growing. Um, but let's start from the beginning. I We first started with the hotel in Barcelona, the Grand Hotel Central. Uh, that was in 2005 when the, the hotel opened. Um, after that, uh, three years later, uh, we had the opportunity to open a hotel in Madrid uh, called Unico Hotel, which is in the... Um, in the uh, very high-end uh, neighborhood of, of Madrid. And just a little bit after that, another hotel came along in Madrid. Again, the principal hotel Madrid, which is in the more Barcelona area or neighborhood of, of, of the city. Um, after that, uh, we had an opening in 2019 in Mallorca, the beautiful island of Mallorca, called Finca Serena. And just recently, as well, another property came along in Costa Brava, very near Barcelona, only an hour drive from, from Barcelona, called Mas de Torren. So all that in the span of like uh, 18 years, more or less, we were able to grow and, and, and to have the hotel collection. We like to, to call it a, a luxury hotel collection, all of them sharing different uh, same qualities like five-star hotels, boutique, and very personal apps. I love that. And that actually leads me to my le- my next question. So what would you say that makes your the, the portfolio um, of hotels unique? I mean, I know you mentioned all five-star, very, you know, you know, boutique. Uh, what are some other other things that if if somebody's looking to, you know, stay at one of the properties, what do they know that they they will get? Yeah, I mean, for us, uh, you know, uh, location or prime location, either if you are on a city center or you are on the countryside, location for us is uh, is key. You know, it's like uh, really being able to have a hotel in the in the city and be able to walk out of the hotel and have everything on your doorsteps, everything. Uh, that you need to see, like uh, in Barcelona, we write in the cathedral and uh, the Gothic quarter. Uh, so you have the Museum Picasso, just five minutes walk. You have all the Gaudi houses, about 10, 15 minutes walk. So really, you don't need to worry about getting anywhere, but you have everything there. And Madrid is, is the same. Uh, Madrid, we have two urban hotels in different neighborhoods. But again, you know, you go to the Museo del Prado, a walking distance, you go to all the main attractions and, and the main sites that you need to see. So location would be one of our, you know, priorities in this case. Um, if you move to the countryside, which the other hotels are, because we started more with urban hotels like Barcelona and Madrid, 
And after that, uh, Mallorca, which is obviously a, a more leisure uh, island, and, and we have the two, the hotel that we have there. It's in the countryside. It's not on the coast. Something a little bit different because everybody thinks about Mallorca and be on the on the seaside or or with the sea views. But Mallorca, right in the center, you can't really feel the island as a local, as a as a person who who you know lives there. There's, you know have the peasants. You have all this area of, of, of the island which is not really discovered and it's very very interesting. That's fascinating because, yes, as you were talking about Mallorca, I was like, oh, yes, I can imagine, you know, location on the beach. But it's nice to hear that it's in a little bit of a, you know, in a different area. Um, but then again, you're able to experience the destination um, in a far more authentic way. Yeah, I mean, in Mallorca, just to keep with the Mallorca Hotel, uh, we grow our own wine, we have our own vineyards, we have our own um, oil, uh, olive oil. So we make the guests participate in, in all that. So, um, you know, they just, rec just recently, just uh, three weeks ago, we did our first, our second harvest for the wines, for the grapes, sorry, to make the wine and all of the guests get that bottle of wine that we did the past year, and they will get the, the new production of wine that they have recollected with us. So that's the idea. The idea is, is to make the guests uh, participating in all the activities that you can do. It's more like a retreat hotel where you don't have to worry about anything, but just we organize things so you don't get uh, bored either. I mean, you can do, but if you don't want to, there's plenty to do. <laughs> Oh, but that's so cool because again, that's something that not everybody gets to do. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so to be able to do that and to do that on property, what a wonderful memory and experience that, a, you know, a guest is able to take away with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. It's, uh, and the guests are, they love it. I mean, it's, uh, it's like you're saying, I mean, you're on, on holiday, but, um, you know, you are able to, to be and to do things. I mean, it's not work. <laughs> it's more interesting yeah, yeah, than that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, and then we do uh, dinners, al fresco, on the vineyards. I mean, it's really a place just to forget about everything. And, and that's what we try to do with our, with our hotels that are not in the city. So, yeah. So actually let's talk about, you know, the more, the, some of the hotels in the city. I know you've got the Principal Madrid, um, which uh, you had mentioned, a, a, you know, a little bit. Uh, could you share a bit about that property and maybe there's something like a unique experience there? Sure. We'd love to hear about that. I mean, we can, we can translate that countryside activities to the city as well. So, uh, of course, in Madrid at the moment, which is a city that is uh, becoming more... Uh, you know, more hot in that sense. Like it's a city where you can find gastronomy, you can find uh, culture, one of the best museums in, in Europe. So I would say that Madrid is a, is a capital of Spain that has never been really put that much in the map. But uh, all of a sudden, this uh, city has uh, resuscitated uh, from, you know, from in, 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 as a capital in Europe. And there's so much to offer. If you stay at the Principal Hotel, the Principal Hotel uh, is at the beginning of the Gran Vía, which is a main street in, in, in Madrid. 
um, I would say it's a, it's a it's an area neighborhood where you find all the most of the restaurants, most most of the nightlife, as well as the theaters. Um, the museums are right just five minutes from from the hotel. Walking, it's a beautiful neighborhood to discover Plaza Mayor, the Opera House. All that is just really around us. So um, um, we offer or another. Um, another, I say, um, quality that share from the hotels is that we like to make the guests feel like at home. Our hotels are, you know, done the way that uh, you're away from home, but you are at home. So, um, so that's homey feeling, that service, personalized service, uh, where you can come to the hotel and and we can really prepare an itinerary for you to to see everything on see everything in the local way and this is this, I want to to express that uh, uh, make an accent there because uh, be, feel the city as a local or feel the hotel or the destination as a local that's something that um, we like uh, our guests uh, to experience. Yeah, no, of course. And it's, again, that we're seeing that that's what, what travelers want. So in fact, we'll kind of shift gears a little bit. I love that we're, you know, we've talked about about the properties and I have to say, I'm like adding them all to my list in the back of my mind as we're talking about them. But, um, you know, obviously, you know, your properties being boutique hotels, I'd love to talk about that just in general, like on a bigger scale. Um, we've certainly seen this rise in boutique hotels or popularity over the years. And it seems travelers really sort of want this. They want this more unique experience. Um, and so are you seeing the same, because again, this is really, really interesting since you all started the company in 2005 to now, um, it's been an interesting time for boutique hotels. So what, maybe what changes have you seen over that time? And maybe how do you expect the future to continue going for boutique hotels and the interest for travelers? Yeah, it's, uh, I would say it's the, definitely a, a trend uh, about boutique hotels. You know, with all this globalization of where you can go anywhere in the world and find the same shops, the same brands, the same, you know, people want to really find places where they feel, you know, they are in the in the uh, in the country where they have traveled. And this is what we like to, you know, we offer. Um, you know, you can have uh, a big, uh, big uh, hotel groups, uh, especially now in Madrid, where uh, Four Seasons has arrived, uh, Mandarin Oriental, Rosewood, and all the, the big ones, which there are fantastic hotels. Um, but you know, going to a boutique hotel is is that is 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 being more or have the essence of this of the of the destination that you want to travel and you want to see. I think we offer, and I have said that already, more personalized service. Um, we offer, mm, you know, more homey. And 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 I know that I'm stressing this out because you know when you go away and you are far from home. You know, feeling comfortable, feeling that you are secure, that you are being taken care of, uh, for us is uh, is very important. But yeah, of course. course. After that, you have the you know the decoration, obviously, and and 
and the good good gastronomy in the restaurants and all that. But um, mm. most important, uh, I would say, is uh, is the service that we provide in in Murico hotels in Novar hotels. Oh, and actually, that got me thinking. Uh, uh, what's the approximate size, the number of rooms for for the hotels? I'm sure there's a range, but uh, the hotel in Barcelona. Uh, it's um, 150 rooms, so it's the largest one. It's medium size, but the rest of the hotels are, you know, small compared to the big, big hotels. Uh, the principal is uh, 76 rooms in total. Uh, then we have Unico, which is 49, and then the one in Mallorca is only 25. Uh, rooms, uh, as well the Costa Brava, which is 40 rooms. So. You know they're all quite smallish, and 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 that makes it even more more uh, unique and, and more cozy. And you know, well, we are there for 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 the guests, and they feel that they feel you know uh, they are in the special places. Of course, yeah, of course. And it, I asked that because I know we've been talking about boutique hotels, and then I realized, oh no, that can be a range. And so, but it's so interesting to to hear those numbers, especially for those that are hoteliers that are listening, um, and also travelers as well too. Understanding that you're definitely getting a far more personalized experience in a hotel that is like say 50 rooms, 75 rooms, something under a hundred. Um, and and then you also still get a, a level of personalized service in you know something that's 150, 200. Um, so, but it's always interesting to hear the sizes as well because that just it adds to um, what the feel of of the location and the and the hotel is. Yeah, I mean the idea, Sarah, is uh, when you go to one of our hotels, uh, you know, it's like it's like the hotel is yours. You can walk around. You can really use all the uh, the areas and uh, in the hotel, and because they're not crowded or you know they're not big hotels, you always find that corner when you can sit down and relax and read a book or have a conversation or have a, a drink. And that's what uh, our hotels have. Uh, you know, those spaces you are with more people, but you really feel like you are on your own. And yeah. So what do you think? I mean, obviously, boutique hotels are just going to continue to gain in popularity just, um, you know, in moving forward it's just we've seen this trend that they are and, and you feel that they'll stay this way yeah i think that i mean we are in the luxury travel and uh, i think that's uh, what these uh, travelers are looking for is uh, is in, in say in intim intimidad they, they want to oh, don't oh, be it, intimate Intimate. intimate and they don't want to be maybe recognized or they don't want to be with the sharing spaces with a lot of people they want to really go to places where you know it's more like a private club or or, or yeah. a hotel that's uh it's not you know when done and everybody talks about of course you know we we, we do our work as well and we like to be yeah. uh, seen uh, but um yes um even though you know, the hotels are quite popular. Um, we like to keep to keep it to ourselves. And the guests uh, feels that and feels that uh, that privacy that they're looking for and 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 to, to be able to 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 use their own time as they they want. I mean, not to be bothered or not to be 
you know, having to, to make too many plans. And this is why all about the hotels are, because you can just make your plans. You are in the cities, in the right in the center. So you can just go out, have a stroll, see some museums, come back. So it's very, very comfortable in that, in that way and have a rest and then go out back again. And in the ones that are more in the countryside, you just feel like, you know, the time is all yours. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. Like you've sort of escaped um, yeah. and, mm -hmm. and you can really unplug. No, it's, it's, I love that. So, um, so you've kind of touched a little bit on this, but maybe we can just um, dive into it a little bit more travelers interests. So, you know, you definitely mentioned, you know, people are looking for more intimate, unique experiences, which, means as a boutique hotel or boutique hotels, um, you're prime for offering that. Um, have you noticed in the past few years were travelers, you know, were there different travel trends or things that travelers were looking for that maybe you all decided to change in your offerings? Like, were they looking for more experiences in the hotel? And that's why you're like, okay, let's see if we can add a wine and an olive oil experience. Or were there things that you saw like this that maybe you you all changed or or added new, um, new, new options um, that guests were looking for? Yes, of course, Sarah. I mean, uh, nothing remains the same ever. So uh, we always... Uh, we always uh, try to to understand our guests, our clients, uh, what they're looking for. Obviously, the trends on the tra on the traveling, and I was we, you know, I think that every year we try to to make changes either with the decor or you know with the services that we provide. Uh, they, for I'm gonna give you a few examples. I mean, um, I know that the guests uh, like to have. Uh, you know, they don't like to, you know, they, we have automatized uh, some of the of the things that the guests have to, when they come to the hotel, you know, if they want to do the check-in from their own, from the, the room, they can do that. I mean, always adapting to not, you know, to make the, the to make their stay uh, more comfortable and less intrusive, I would say. Um, as well, what the guests like, I know that right now in, in internet, you can find absolutely everything, uh, but we do it for them. I mean, we give them the best tips to see places, to experience uh, restaurants, to experience, uh, um, I say, um, you know, it's, uh, places in the city that are, are really not maybe, you know, the, the most uh, commercial ones, but the, the, the ones that they need to go and see, the, you know, uh, so we curate a lot, all that experience that we offer to our clients uh, to make sure that they are getting the best experience ever in the city or in the countryside, in Mallorca or in Costa Brava. Yeah, which is, which is great. I know it's definitely, it's been an interesting sort of, you know, time of, of, I mean, it's, things are always changing, but, um, you know, I know a lot has changed in more recent years. So, so we'd love to hear your thoughts on this and this kind of ties in the, the theme or the name of, you know, of this, of the podcast, but considering maybe the current shifts in travelers' mindsets, maybe their goals combined maybe with what you all are focusing on, how do you see travel being redefined? Well, um, 
Another thing that I wanted to mention is the sustainability. I know everybody's talking about that and uh, <laughs> being sustainable. Being sustainable can be anything. I mean, from what, you know, obviously, you know, plastic free. We just have obtained a certificate from all our hotels where we actually are um, accomplishing all everything that has to be sustainable in a hotel. I know that, uh, you know, luxury and sustainability sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I want my, my best to be, my, my bed to be change the sheets every day, of course, you know, uh, you are in a five-star hotel. Well, okay, you can do that. You can have luxury, you can have service, but then what you have to do is to the hotels to be able to be more sustainable in, in every aspect, uh, you know, like uh, uh, when it comes to, to laundry, when it comes to food, when it comes to um, as well the um, you know I say the this uh, lighting or the so everything yeah we've done we've done a lot of work on that I think that that's another trend that is coming and uh, we we cannot uh, deny it uh, and even the guests ask for it they they really ask for it and and makes a difference. Um, that would be one, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I cannot think about another one, Sarah. Because, yeah. Um, can you, you know, the question was that how we are. How do you see okay. travel being redefined? So, how is it changing? You know, um, it's always changing, but it's like, what is it now? You know, is it is is it more about the experience? Is it more? But you know, just that that sort of thing. And there's no there's no right or wrong answer, you know. Um, but I do love that you brought up sustainability. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, yeah, you know, I think that the the impact uh, on uh, footprint is important, and I'm the first one who now I'm trying. You know, I'm I'm really more. Um, more worry about uh, what we do when we travel, <laughs> and this is something that uh, we need to to take in, in mind. Um, um, I think that the you know the tourism is the, the the changes. People are more looking for I would say uh, more for places where nobody has been there. Um, or, or you know, they, they, they get away from crowds and they get away from from big places and from maybe queues uh, and and so. What we really like to do is uh, to to make sure that they don't have to go through all that. I mean, you know, you have uh, locals traveling and you have luxury traveling, and the luxury traveling is all about um, you know. Feel, feeling special and feeling important in where you go or where, you know, it's a hotel, it's a restaurant or it's a museum. So we try to, to, to have that 360 experience and everything they do when they come to our hotels. I mean, for us, you know, we are hotels, we sell rooms, but uh, for above all that, we sell experiences and, and the experience of being in a city it's, it's about everything. It's not only the hotel. So uh, we try to, to do that uh, 360 experience for them. 
I think that's great. So well put. And exactly. I think that that's very much what people are looking for that 360 the um, experience. And so that it, again, it's more than just the hotel, but it's the destination and then how the hotel then interacts with the destination or brings it to life. So I love that. You mentioned this briefly, and I just want to hear a little bit more. You were talking a little bit about five-star service. Um, so what makes something five-star service to you? Uh, five-star service is um, ever, ever uh, from the first time you contact the hotel, which is reservations. Uh, doesn't matter if it's direct reservation or it's through the website or uh, when you make your reservation, uh, that the guest feels, or in this case me, I feel uh, that I have been, they're aware of me, they're aware of my reservation. I haven't arrived yet, but they know that I'm arriving. So that contact before they, the guest arrives to the hotel, I think makes a, a, a huge difference. Uh, we do that. We, we, we try before they come to the hotel, try to find out what their needs are, what they, you know, they're looking for. Um, so, you know, that contact uh, five days or three days before their arrival, make sure that when they come, uh, they have everything they ask for, uh, from a type of room, if they travel with family or with kids or restaurant or, or anything they need. So it only starts from the first contact. And then during the stay, obviously everything has to, to be smooth and run smoothly uh, and, and, and achieve their expectations. Not only that, but maybe even, you know, go beyond their expectations. That's something that is difficult, but uh, if, you, if we achieve that, that's really, you know, when, when the guest leaves the hotel with really that uh, wow effect, that this has been worth it. It's, a, it's been a, a, the place that I, or the experience that I wanted to, to be. So, yeah, it's, it's all before, it's during, and not only that, but it's after as well. When they leave, you know, make sure that they, they have arrived uh, home safely and they really have enjoyed their stay and, and you know, try to also to, um, uh, I say, um, uh, have that guest uh, wanted to come back. And that's very important. And they only come back to you if they had a great experience. Uh, so I know that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm quite uh, old-fashioned in that way, but I believe that one guest leaving a hotel satisfied uh, would bring more other guests. Although now we have uh, social media, social media, and we do all sorts of things in marketing, but uh, one guest satisfied definitely brings a lot more and, uh, you know, and the profile that we want to have in the hotel. So, so it, really takes, it really takes from the beginning all the way to the end. That for me is yeah. kind of the key. No, I, and you said it so well. And I love that, that you just mentioned, you know, the, the best way, you know, to to obtain, you know, future guests is from referrals from past guests and, and also repeat guests as well too. So, um, yes, obviously social media, all other forms of marketing are very important, but it ultimately is delivering on the service is what's going to continue to bring people back and to, and to spread the word. So I, that's not old fashioned at all. I think that's very, very accurate. So I, I love that. Oh, so to wrap up, to wrap up as um, we kind of finish this discussion, which has been great. Um, what, what might be next for Unico Hotels? Like, what is there anything that we should be on the lookout for? Is there anything new coming? 
Yes, um, at the moment we have a new project going on in another hotel in Mallorca, um, which is going to be open in May 2023, all right? Um, so, would be another boutique hotel, 24 rooms, so it's more again. I think, uh, you know, we are getting big in, in hotels, but not in size. So um, we like to keep it that way, that, that way. and uh, Mallorca is a destination that is becoming more and more popular, even among, uh, you know, the United States, which we are seeing a lot of more Americans coming to the island. Uh, it's, it's so uh, we have, uh, we're going to have this hotel called The Lodge. It's going to be in countryside um, again, but near to the seaside. So this time uh, we'll be able to to enjoy more, uh, you know, um, the, the beach or, or the walks around the beach. Uh, so, um, yeah, that will be the, the new property come along and, you know, continuing with what we do, which is uh, our, well, we have a, a, a slogan, it's like, uh, you have to do it well, if not, don't do it. So we need to keep yes. going doing that well uh, to, keep, to be able to, to have the hotels and to be so successful as, as we are. That's great. That's actually, that's such a great slogan and, and a good, good topic to end on. You know, it's like, if, if you're, don't do it unless you're going to do it well, you know, sort yeah. of thing. So that's perfect. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much for today's conversation. This has been um, really exciting to hear about all the different properties, um, what you're seeing as far as in terms of the boutique landscape, and um, and certainly for those that are looking to be traveling to Spain anytime soon, absolutely, you have to add Unico Hotels to your list. Um, I know that the experience sounds incredible. So um, we'll make sure that we have all the details in the show notes uh, for today's show. So you can end up connecting with Sylvia if you want to. You can find out more about the hotels, but we'll have all those details there. So thank you again so much, Sylvia. Today was a great conversation. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you and have a good day. <laughs> well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling.